3: In our short lives it is inevitable that we shall experience the death of a loved one. Psychologists claim that there are five stages of grief and for some to come to terms with the death of a partner, a son, a daughter or a close friend may never be reconciled. We hear of many whose hearts are never settled and who live a shadow of their former lives. Many fall into depression as a consequence and others turn to drink and drugs to temporarily release their minds from the reminders associated in everyday life. Last year my son rahmatullah alay passed away unexpectedly. The speed of his demise brought home the very basic fact that life in this world is fragile and gave meaning to the oft-repeated phrase inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. To him we belong and to him we shall return. In the hours and days that followed, we began to reflect upon Allah's gift that he bestowed upon us, but also how much we have prepared for our ultimate destination. I remember thinking that without Islam and a belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how could anyone deal with such a calamity? This week I've invited Dr. Yusuf haji Yusuf, a consultant anaesthetist, who has seen death and its impacts close up. I ask Yusuf to help us to contextualise grief. How do we grieve and what are the ideas that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us to help console our hearts? Brother Yusuf, Jazakallah khair for being with us today. Now Dr Yusuf, you're a medical doctor, you're a, an anaesthetist, you work in intensive care and you come across a lot of sick patients and... Uh, Inevitably, uh, some of those patients may pass away and meet their creator. I wonder whether death has become a normal routine for you and, and does the shock value that's associated with death, the you know the, the uh, surprise of death now surprise you as a, as a medical doctor?
2: I think death always a new experience or a reminder, as Muhammad he said, اكثروا من ذكر هادم increase or increase your remembering hadim al the destroyer the one who destroys uh life not life actually, enjoyment joyment happiness or something and he said uh كفى بالموت واعظا is enough as this as a teacher as a, something to learn from so uh, really i can't say Is something uh, normal. But uh, what I would say, death is a fact. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Zum'ul, He was talking to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, You will be dead and they will be dead. You will die, they will die. So it's a fact. And they're always uh, amazed by this idea when I talk to non muslim about death, and they don't like. I have a special, not special, an experience. Somebody passed away from the hospital where, where I was working, and I was talking to the colleague the way I used to talk to my brothers in Syria, if you like, or my brothers in there, about death. And I realized he didn't like to talk about death. That made me. Uh, I yeah, think, well, listen, subhanAllah, everybody behave, or most of the people, let behaving in front of this, like, not for me, like, it doesn't exist. Despite if you think about the life and a human being, many people deny existence of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, This is an atheist, by example, and we have many philosophical ideas in this world. So many people say, deny Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, existence, and he, they say it doesn't exist. They're wrong, of course, but my point not here. My point: nobody denied death as an idea, but as a behavior. I think many, and even sadly, I would say, some of us, even myself, sometimes. That's Allah al-Azhiyam. May Allah forgive me. I mean, many people sometimes we forget this as a fact, but it's a fact actually, and it's happening. And uh, uh, the definition of life. Part of it is death. Actually, if anybody alive is will, will will die. Apart from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, who called His Himself al-Hayy al-Qayyum al-Hayy al-Hayy alive, is is eternal. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Anything apart from Allah will die. Human being, cars, trees, river, mountains, everything will be. And the human being has a special thing. Actually, as Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said in Surah yeah. al Every soul, every human being will face death. كنوا نفس And we will test you, Allah subhanahu wa taala saying, by خير and شر. and شر which mean what you like and what you hate, what you like, what you dislike. Fitnatan, as a test, as a test like any test, teacher, university. Test us. And you will come back to us, which means we're going to give you the reason. Everybody having this test. This life is about test, testing us. I mean, many ayat maybe will come across him while we, we're talking. So, this cannot be uh, like uh, building a house or buying a car. It's much more deeper, actually. It's much more deeper. So uh, the, the main issue, how do we deal with death? We're going to die, and everybody will die. How are we going to deal with our death, coming days? And how we, how we deal with some other people, relatives from our own family, extended family, or friends, death? I think this is the the, the main uh, question. And uh, he said he said keep remembering this because if you remember it while you're doing obedience you will increase it and that's true if you're doing sunnah, if you remember this you will make maybe two more four more if you give 10 pounds sadaqah, you remember this you will make them 20 or 40 and he said if you remember it in obedience you will increase it and if you remember it and doing this will be that uh, this will decrease it. If you're doing something not right and you remember this, this will stop you. So, the in Islam is essential and Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam recommended and asked us to remember the day. So, back to your question, Akhil Kareem Jalal. Uh, this, I think always we should take it really seriously and think about it because this is our uh, destiny and it has a lot of meaning Means the test is over and now the time to wait to the the result and the result. Not like an exam. If you fail in university, you do it next year. You have six months later or whatever. Or even if you lose all the university, you might choose another job. But this exam for one time and the result is very serious. Two result. Paradise. Or
3: Jahanir. Now, Dr. Yusuf, how do we contextualize death, uh, especially when someone unexpectedly passes away? Uh, it's often the case that uh, when an old person passes away, we somehow can can build a uh, a context to that, and we can reconcile in our minds that you know, as they say in English, that that person had a good innings. Uh, but of course, um, many deaths are unexplained, or many deaths come as a shock to The families and and the communities.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think the 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 answer in the question. What I mean by that, and expected. Well, I'm not I'm doctor. I'm not expecting so and so. Let's say I mean by any for any doctor, Muslim or non-Muslim. Many times, if you ask any doctor. They will tell you, I wasn't expected so-and-so to die, but he passed away. And the opposite is right. I wasn't expecting this to survive, but he made it, actually. I mean, not he made it. I'm I'm using the terminology we use it in hospital. And this is a fact. And you don't need to be a doctor. I mean, some relevance, they say, well, he had a really big accident and nobody knows how I survived or how he survived. And the other way around. So the issue does raise the question, uh, What's the role of our expectation? Does it have any role? <laughs> Indeed, no. It might have role statistically, but if we say statistically, I heard some English saying there is lie, big lies, and statistic. Statistic doesn't tell the truth, actually. I mean, because if you, you know, no matter what the percentage, is, way of figuring things out, but it's not definite. So, even for any human being, you don't need a doctor. Our expectation, this is what I meant, the answer in the question, our expectation doesn't have any serious role? No. It might have a role to organize society as a government, as a whatever, but it doesn't have a role for the individual. And this is a fact, especially if you are, I would say, especially if you are a doctor. Uh, indeed, uh, that's from reality. Of course, uh, we are Muslim and we took it uh, as a Muslim and Islam explained the life. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what will tomorrow? You will never know what's happening tomorrow. It could be death. It could be earning million. It could be losing million. It could be anything. Al-Ghayb, unseen for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and this is a part of al-Qada al-Qadar, which is beautiful things, beautiful in terms of truth, and we need it. And always I say to myself, even as a doctor, if you don't have belief in Qada and qadar and if you don't have the real, the right understanding as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, as Allah, that we have, all of us, is you will need anti depression. <laughs> you will be depressed with this time. So, the really treatment to depression and to grief, if you like, part of it, or to being sad, really understanding other and other, what Allah role, what's your role, what uh, this life about, and not anti depression tablet.
3: Often, when someone dies, we try to find reasons behind that death or we question our uh, inadequacies maybe we should have picked it up earlier maybe there was an illness there was a sign that we should have seen in in advance how do we reconcile that type of thinking uh, with the islamic concept of ajal the idea that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has fixed a, a term for us all and we can't go beyond that time uh, that time span uh, by even a minute, let alone a day or a year?
2: There is no difference between ulama and even in the reality terms, really. We, we, we saw uh, rich people, Steve Jobs, by example, uh, he passed away, I think, in his 50s. Uh, we see death in UK for children, 12 years old. In Britain, in France, in Syria, in the third world, in first world, I'm talking about health care. Children pass away, die from asthma attack in Britain, which is considered like very advanced in health care. So really, death doesn't know rich, uh, poor, ill, healthy, doesn't know anything like that. And Allah, وسلم, he said something very interesting. He said, uh, so uh, he said, uh, your rizq, your will, your rizq, uh, seeking you the way it is seeking you. So both of them seeking you. Uh, why we uh, sometimes, I mean, this may be not in the topic, but there is a small link, I would say. Some Muslim uh, chase rizq like is not written for them and forget this. Indeed, in Islam, uh, rizq and this, both of them is, uh, are written for you, determined, but rizq an ajal, which means this, the end, the time, the hour of this, is already determined. This is, uh, is already written. Indeed, if you like, in Surah Al-Hadid, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has said, everything has written. Uh, and this, uh, we say, ما أصابوا مصيبة في الأرض ولا في أنفسكم إلا في كتاب من قبل أن أبرأه. Uh, anything happened to you is already written in a book. That's very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's very easy, of course, because Allah Allah doesn't submit to zaman and mankind. zaman as and Shween time and space are created, are created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above this. He doesn't submit to them. We submit to Him to space, and time. So it's, it's very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at this, akhi. that you don't get depressed, get very saddened if you miss something. And you don't go very happy, over happy, if you have some good things. So for both sides, that you don't, you're very saddened, over sad that you missed something or something happened like this, illness, losing money, what have you. Uh, وَلَا تَفْرَحُ بِمَا That you don't go over-happy if something you like happened to you. وَاللَّهُ لَا يَحِبُّ Allah doesn't lie. People who's taken pride. And now my English, my English, not my first language. So, Allah لَا مختلف The people who's pride and they think they made things to themselves and because of them the bad things happen.
3: Now uh, grief, Uh, when someone passes away, um, it is often said that there are stages of grief. Um, Psychologists in the West, they talk about five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And for some people, these stages can take a very long time. So the first stage of denial may take many months, even many years. You hear of people who, uh, they, uh, as a result of someone passing away, and you as a doctor, you receive this, I suppose, uh, they become very isolated and they deny the passing and, and they still believe the person is alive and will reappear one day, followed by anger, followed by uh, compromise and bargaining, and then followed by depression. And that may take many years for a person to, to go through. In fact, someone may spend the rest of their lives in these stages. Now, I, these stages may or may not be correct, uh, but but we do see in the reality people think like this, right? How does Islam contextualize grief when someone passes away who's close to us? How does Islam help us to heal?
2: I will mention some reality. I worked in Syria First of all, for a few years, and I trained, I started my training in Syria. I remember at that time when somebody passed away in the intensive care or in the hospital under operation. We used to tell them we did what we could as a doctor, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided something different. And uh, uh, we remind them that this is what is written, and we, we, and you explain the situation linked to Islam. Of course, yeah, we can't say this because people are not Muslim. So the reaction of people there used to be more controlled, generally speaking. Here, as you said, from statistics, from, as a psychiatrist said, these five stage and depression and so on, uh, it does happen, actually. And I always see when I am anesthetist, people tell me, doctor, please wake me up from anesthetic, by the I feel, well, I, don't know. I say, well, I will put this in my telephone. I, I don't know what to say, actually. Uh, basically, say, and no, don't let me die. I believe it's not in my hand. I do what the alim, what science says. And uh, you, you should be alright from my point of view. But if something. But but my point people think doctors are in charge of life. We're not, actually. And I've seen many doctors, big doctors and Muslims, when things go. Uh, the ways they're not expecting. They use this word, we're not God. They tell the patient, you know, it says sorry, this happened. Indeed, we're not Some Some atheists say this, we're not God. What does it mean? They admit that they, they, they don't, they're not in charge of life and death?
3: Now, according to the sunnah, it is... Uh... The practice that three days after someone passes away, there should be condolences and um, family and the wider community come together and offer their condolences to the family of the deceased. In the West, we hear a lot about grieving alone and and uh, for the person who's faced such a calamity to contextualise the death, uh, give them some space is what we hear in in the West. So, what's the thinking behind this? Almost communal experience where a person has to meet with others during this quite critical period when someone passes away.
2: And now, c- coming to Islam, the sunnah of uh, saying Aza when you go to say condolence to somebody, you say, or to what you say to yourself, actually, you say, أخرى, When you uh, say that to somebody, uh, you say, uh, to Allah belong what he has taken, which means the dead person. You might uh, say this to father lost his child, to son lost his father or sister. Well, I mean, any, we say, Inna lillahi. this is a real idea, not my nice saying. It's a fact. It's nice, of course, but it's a fact. Inna lillahi ma akhad. Uh, to Allah, uh, is belong to Allah what he has taken, the dead person. مَا And initially, it's to him what he has given. فَالْتَصْبُرْ Be patient وَاحْتَسِمْ And we will mentioned was the meaning of sabr here from other ayah. But before mentioning the meaning of sabr, I will say this lady, I think Umm her name. Her husband was away and when he came, uh, while he's away for a long period, his son, beloved son, passed away. When her uh, husband, the father, uh, came back, she told him. The way she told him, actually, she told him, "Imagine we have borrowed something from our neighbor, and they asked uh, to have it back. What do you say about this?" He said, "That's normal. Of course, of course, they should have it back." And she told him, "Allah has taken his what he has borrowed us. He has taken back his." our son. Uh, What a beautiful understanding and deep understanding. He gave them this son and he took it back. If you think about it, have we created our heart? Have we given ourselves our brain? Have we given us ourselves our blood, our oxygen, our ears, the gravity, the eyes? So it's given given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ourself and the others, did I give did, have I created my son? Have I created his heart, his eyes, his hair, his body, his oxygen, his stomach, everything. So this understanding makes us very close to Um Musaim Anha. When you say, is, is Muhammad وسلم, جلال, lost his son Ibrahim? He taught us how to deal. He said, Wallahi. He made quesad by Allah. إِنَّ الْقَلْبَ لا يحزن. Heart is seven. وَإِنَّ الْعَيْنَ لَتَدْمَعُ Tears in the eye. وَإِنَّ فراقك وَيَحْزُنُونَ We're sad that we've lost you, Ibrahim, son of Muhammad he said, but we'll never say anything upset ولكن لا نقول إلا الله. He didn't say, uh, uh, say upset Allah. He said, we will not say bad things. Please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which means the understanding of, of course we're a human being. When brothers in blood or in Islam or son or father pass away, we still, uh, yeah, honey, it's, it's not good news, it's sad news. But it's very limited. We know where to stop. We know how to deal. And our society, Muslim, and I think we will come across this, by the help of the other, the Islamic way of dealing with this condolence, uh, al-aza in the Arabic language, uh, listening to brothers, spending three days and so on, burying early, all of this it does help to keep it in the right uh, frame.
3: So the three days gives you some closure, but also it enables you to meet with other Muslims, uh, uh, other members of the community who can... Uh, give you some context and who can remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remind you of uh, the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still has has given you um and, uh, and 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 I suppose it 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 allows you to uh to move on with your life uh but at the same time speaking about the issue uh gives you some comfort that you know you can remember the, the good things uh, about the the deceased and uh, the uh, good times that you had had with them
2: i i i will suggest my I mean, from my own experience, I lost my father, fatherli uh, three years ago, and I know many friends lost uh, their beloved and Sallam uh, recommended us to go to condolences and receive condolence. so uh and i'll yeah uh, I mean, try to because uh, i'm not sure what al uh said, but I would say. Uh, myself, when uh, my, uh, or let's about actually. Muhammad said, The wolf, when, we, when he attacks the sheep, he attacks the sheep alone, on her own. He doesn't go to the middle of the sheep, you know, a Qatiya called the troop of the sheep. He takes the one behind. So Islam doesn't like people initially, to stay on their law. And we know from our experience, if you're alone, the whispers of shaitan become stronger and increased. So and Islam says, keep yourself with the people who's getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in Islam, being alone is not a concept of Islam at all. And when death happens, we need a reminder. As Muhammad mm-hmm. in the heart is sad. is not right to stay in your own because you increase the whisper of Shaytara and you empower him, actually. And the Islamic life always with people, actually. masjid, masjid, Islam is a society deen. it's not an individual deen. In masjid, in siyam, in eid, in every single aspect. So, initially, Islam not to be in your own sharing, inviting people, guests, many things. Assalamu alaykum, as-salamu bainakum, everything actually is, 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 is about society, not being on your own. So in and, and this, you might feel this even more important and more uh, necessary to, to, be, to, to, to not stay on your own if you're somebody facing death from your relative or if you are a Muslim, you should be give condolence. To to, uh, other uh, people, Uh, so this keeps your thinking um, in the right. Doesn't leave you alone, as I said to the whisper of shaitan when you remind the other. Because when we have this uh, death, we might getting weaker, or we might forget the idea of Islam. We might, uh, and brother around us will remind us. Brothers coming, loving us, and uh, they mentioned, uh, I mean, Islam, as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and I mentioned the hadith, the Sunnah of Aza, we say, Inna lillahi wa inna lillahi What's the meaning of it? inna lillahi To Allah we belong. To Allah, you, Jalal, me, Yusuf. Your son, I mean, we know your son, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, passed away. I mean, inna lillahi is, is an idea, is a fact, is not only nice saying. Is not automatic saying. Inna lillah. We belong to Allah. Me, Yusuf. You, Janal, You uh, belong to Allah. You owned by Allah. Muhammad, rahimahullah, belong to Allah. My father belonged to Allah. When I remember my father belonged to Allah, it made me wake up from my uh, rubbish thinking or sad thinking. Actually, my dad belonged to Allah. He doesn't belong to me. My son doesn't belong to me and we know I mean we, we have, as I said earlier we haven't created them we haven't given them a heart we haven't given them the oxygen heartbeat breathing everything kidneys so in the we belong to Allah we owned by Allah we are in the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa inna ilayhi Raji'un. we are returning back to him and he's going to ask us we might be stubborn by this idea we belong to Allah we should not by the we must not but inna ilayhi can we get away from Allah Simply, no, we come. We die, all of us. And we're coming back to Allah. So, it wakes you up. It makes you sad, And as inna al your heart will be sad. And Ain, you will cry. That's fine, he said. But we will never say anything might upset Allah. We'll say but things pleasing Allah. And you can say, it keep you in the right framework. We belong, we own the law. سورة الملك أخي تبدأ تبارك الذي بيده الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير. تبارك I don't know how to translate, تبارك, يعني تبارك الله الذي بيده الملك, the one who has ownership, the real mulk, the real ownership. وهو على كل شيء قدير. He decides everything. And listen what he said. Listen, you جلال and the people who's going to listen. Listen to what Allah said. All right. the one who created the death and the life. Subhanallah so he said this before life. Right. He's testing you who are the best deed, the best action. the highest the the highest. the forgiveness. This is the first ayah and the second ayah of Surah Al-Mulk, Surah Tabaraka, Tabaraka Al-Mulk Al-Ladhi Khalaq al wal hayat This is the purpose of life. And this, Khalaq al wal hayat is testing you. When you take that Allah testing us in every in our discussion, in our buying food, uh, growing up, looking after our children, ourselves, is just it.
3: Now we hear about people who can't come to terms with death and um, they uh, fall into deep depression or they fall into, into sorrow and they become shadows of their former lives and um, they fall out of work and, and uh, social relationships. Uh, how does a Muslim help himself? How do we help Muslims who may be impacted by death to such a degree but they can't function anymore as, as, uh, as social beings?
2: This is a fact, and we, we must deal. We don't have any option by the way. I mean, when you mentioned the, the five stages, then acceptance. I mean, after one year, two years, three years, four years, you accept it. What can you Can you uh, return the dead person back? No, you can't. You will die. And we accept this, you know, when Muhammad passed away, Amr al-Khattab has forgotten the ayah Allah muhammad al-Rasulun, when Abu Bakr mentioned this ayah, Amr himself, he was very saddened by Muhammad ﷺ death. The Qur'an brought him back and he said, like, this is the first time I heard this ayah. And he got it right, رضي الله عنه. We Muslim we don't deny the fact, we're human beings. We don't deny uh, this, but we know the reality of this. And i mentioned mention something small. Not small. It's big, actually. Once I remember when I was in Syria, we were in Majlis Azhar, az- Majlis az- which means uh, condolence uh, sitting. Something.
3: Yes, the condolence wake. Uh, we call it a wake in, in English.
2: I English. Mean, somebody passed away, and there there is traditional things people say when uh, they say every now and then Ra, which means he's gone about the death. So they say Rah, you know, Well, uh, if there is someone, somebody say Rah. So somebody said Rah, which means he's gone. So a brother, I remember him very well. His name is Mazin, actually. He said this we are So when this uh, brother said Rah, he's gone, he said, we are stayed, actually. And I love this. I loved it because this is not exception, actually. The exception is that we stay. If you think about it, Jalal. Uh, when you say Muhammad has gone, yes, has gone. But which one is the exception? That he's gone? That we going to die or we're staying? It's the exception we're staying. I think it's, it's a fact, is it? Do you agree with me?
3: Yeah, that's a very, very profound point, brother.
2: The, the, the exception is staying. The wrong, dead, dying. All of us, we're dying. And we're not going to cry. I mean, some people doesn't like to talk about death. I mean, when we're alive, when we and you know, will I die? And I try to encourage my children, actually. They don't like when I say, will I die? Sometimes, to make it easier, I say, after two million years, will I die? Is that better? <laughs> well, it could be one day, it could be two days, it could be three. days. Uh, the, uh, the way we approach Islam is a fact. Yes, as a heart, as a... Tears, we do this, but it's very uh, in the right uh, size, in the right way, based on the fact uh, of this life, and the fact we can see it. But before this, in the light of Quran, Al uh, this is a fact and Haq, truth, and is happening.
3: When we meet someone whose family member has passed away, we often remind them. To have sabr and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us when we come across a calamity uh, to be a sabirun to be those who have sabr uh, can you explain sabr because uh, I often find uh, it's difficult to uh, many people misunderstand what sabr is uh, some say sabr is uh, to have a stiff upper lip as they say in English and and not to cry and not to show emotion on your face uh, towards the deceased, uh, and to continue almost ignoring the, um, the reality of, of the passing. How does a Muslim uh, view sabr, and, and what are the limits of grieving when it comes to, when it comes to sabr?
2: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in this beautiful ayah, all ayahs are beautiful, but I mean for this subject, he said, we are going to test you by something uh, of fear and uh, hunger. And reducing of souls which death. Results, you might work, you don't get the result. Break the good news. To the sabirin to the patient. Oh Allah, you're talking about death and hunger and fear. Where is the good news? But Allah says, He explained it. He said, Wabashir Sabirina, like listen, the meaning of sabirina. is when they have one of these musibah, they say. Now we come back to the saying, everybody said it in front of this, and it could be said in front of everything. Everything, if you lose money. But even if you have a lot of money, if you have bad news, good news, you can see it. لِلَّهِ We're owned by Allah. we controlled by Allah. Our blessed by Allah, subhanahu wa Everything. And we're going back to Allah. That keeps you in the right path. You don't go mad from happiness, and you don't go mad from sadness. Inna Allahu an lahe rajim. And then he said, "Ulaika those ulaika alayhum salawatu min Rabbihim. Salawatu here is mean increasing their degree, lifting, their raising their degree. Alayhum salawatu min Rabbihim wa rahma and blessing. Ulaika alayhum salawatu min Rabbihim wa rahma. Ulaika humul muhtadun. Those who are those the guided people." these people are going who say in but not as a say because after 1400 years sometimes I'm worried even Arab people even myself in the past I asked Allah to learn and everybody to learn to understand always sometimes I felt myself I said like uh, like recorder like you play yani uh, like YouTube, two in the no it has a deep meaning we belong to Allah so the sabr, if you have this you will have good news and always uh, uh i remember this hadith muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said <speaking> "In allahu la yaktubu li ahadikum al manzilah al aliyyah la yablughaha bi amalihi fa yabtlihi allahu fa yusabbiruhu fa yuballighuhu al manzilah aw kama qasa salam also there is a hadith allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for some people he has written a high degree a high level very raised level in the jannah but this man this is a human being will not reach to this uh, position, high position, by his deed, by his tahajjud, by his siyam, nafila, by... So what Allah does to him, he tests him. But with his test, he gives him sabr. And by giving him sabr, he will raise his position. And always I remember remind myself and I remind Praza I remind you Jalal, I remind myself, remind everybody having, uh, yani facing death in his family or friends or anybody close to them, to remember this hadith. That this is, could be a way, it must be actually as a Muslim, but there is an option to be increasing your degree in the eye of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah or decrease it, la We remember this lady who was uh, crying because she lost her husband. And Muhammad sallallahu he said, uh, don't do that. She didn't know him at that time. She said, anni, فقد, Sort of Anni, I would not say go away, but it's very close to go away. Or leave me alone, they said. She said, Leave me alone. I've lost my husband. And Muhammad وسلم, carried on. People told her, have you known who's that? That's Muhammad, that's the messenger of Allah. So this lady felt shy. She ran, she followed Muhammad and said, Sort of, uh, you know, I didn't know you. And al said, The real sabr when you receive the news, not 10 minutes later, not 10 days later. And this is what some we need to prepare ourselves. But the real sabr, the real Azure, which means the real reward, when you react straight away, not after 10 days, or after 10 minutes even. So more you close to deal with bad uh, news or uh, any bad news, more you are doing sabr, and more you will have, inshallah, this meaning of Hadith Muhammad. It could be, uh, you, you have an option to make your degree in the eye of Allah, in the Akhirah, higher and higher. And I'll uh, end with this bit with this Hadith. There is Hadith, fa of al Jannah. Whoever is blind in this dunya and he have good sabr, good patient, he will go to Jannah. Always I have this scenario in my, in my mind. When we see any blind, we say, poor man. And of course, it's difficult to be uh, blind. But if he, this man has sabr, Allah, Muhammad sallallahu this hadith says he's, he's having Jannah. So always the other scenario I say, in Jannah, I'm sure if we ask this man, this blind man, and he's, he, has, he had sabr. And you will ask him, what's the best thing happened to you? He said, the best thing, I was blind basically, the was Sabah.
3: And the Sunnah is to bury the dead very quickly. Uh, why do we Why do we do that? Is there a reason given in the Islamic texts?
2: I'll, I'll give you uh, some understanding, basically my understanding. I'm saying this because really I don't, uh, I can't remember. I read and I'm not sure if there is something given. And is there something given by Muhammad or Quran? Of course, these are the right things. Or ulama. But I remember when my father, Rahimahullah, passed away, I was here in Britain, actually, and this was in 2013. And uh, he passed away on twenty second of October. I was there in September, actually. He had a stroke, rahmatullah When I, uh, they told me he passed away, I tried to go there. And we know Syria, since 011, is difficult to go there. I was really very keen to go. But uh, this was, he passed away uh, late night. Next day, uh, the third time he was buried. And I was really very keen to go. I mean, th- yeah, and I, 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 can't, I could not imagine anything for me to go, SubhanAllah, I was my father. But when my uh, brother told me we buried him, SubhanAllah, I felt, I waked up, I've waken up. This is my own experience, I feel, listen. Because my mother, my brother, don't come. Why are you coming? I mean, it's difficult. You know, the border, and all the things, terror, what have you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy. I just don't come. But I wasn't convinced. But we told me we've just buried him. So I would say uh, burying the death makes us realistic, if you like. I don't know if it's the right English.
3: Yeah, maybe, maybe we can say it gives us closure,
2: Deal with it. By the way, there's something very important. Very, very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Hadith Qudsi, أُعْطِيْهَا وَلَا أُكْرِمُ It's not a sign of my love to somebody giving them dunya. And it's not a sign of my dislike, dislove or hate somebody by taking dunya away. My sign, the sign of my love to somebody, giving them obedience, giving them ta'at, and my anger of somebody, giving them disobedience, masiyah. The sign of love means sabr. If you have sabr, know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Even if He takes your son away, even if He takes your father away, even if you are poor, you try to work, that's fine. You go and seek treatment. By the way, I can give you many ahadiths about seeking treat, treatment. But it's treatment, I would say this as a doctor. Muhammad says, What And tadawi is not obligatory, by the way. The opinion I take it is recommended. But look at this beautiful hadith. who explain the medical school and the job of doctors. And I'm very happy to say it as a human being, first of all, and secondary as a doctor. What a Allah. says, Rasul says, seek treatment. Oh, Allah, the slave of Allah. But Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, uh, He didn't send any illness unless He sent a cure for it. So there is cure. Faiza, He said, if the right treatment uh, prescribed to the right or done to the right illness, you will get cured. But Hazrat didn't say full stop. He said, He will get it cured by the mercy of Allah. And really, all the medical school to get the right treatment to the right illness, which means diagnosis, knowing what's the illness, and know what the treatment. This is our job in medical school as doctor and health system. And he said, You will be cured, but he didn't stop. He said, Be by the mercy of And we? As I said earlier, many cases with get the diagnosis right, and I think you son, one of them, Ahmadullah. And he got the right treatment, and he didn't make it. Simply because it's, it's Amrullah. So if you go then I mean if somebody goes really too much, it's like now you're objecting Allah action. You, 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 you see, even if somebody makes mistake as a doctor, you have the right to sue them, by the way. But you don't have the right to sue Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You might say, why are you giving the you didn't get it right? And this is a joke with JMC. They question us. But not about even here in Britain, not about the result. When they question us about complaining this, have you followed the right to treatment? You told the, the GMC, the Royal College of so on and so on, recommended. Or you did some mistake? They, 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 even in Britain, which is a secular state, they don't account you about the result. You say I did this because I saw this, and they say, Yeah, you're right. They not They are not going to feel to 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 find the guilty. But if you miss something from the knowledge you learn in medical school, you will feel you will feel. You might accuse negligent or doing mistake and so on. So uh, uh, back to the point I started, going very saddened is like you're questioning uh, Allah or objecting his action because this is the same way, by the way, Ruzal, if somebody poor, he should work, he should seek work, he should try, but he can't say, as Qarun said, in the alim." I made it. When you make money, even a lot of money, Qarun, very rich. But his mistake, not very rich, his mistake is, I made it. I'm very clever, very smart, very sharp. I know business. That's haram.
3: One last question, actually, Dr. Yusuf. Um, at the graveyard, when uh, when we go and visit the dead, uh, what is it that we're trying to achieve when we uh, visit the dead? And, and how should one conduct oneself when uh, visiting the graveyard?
2: Muhammad he said when you go to grave say assalamu alaykum ahl diyar antum as-sabiquna wa Insha'Allah, Allah bikum lahiqun uh, ghafar Allah uh, lana wa lakum you say assalamu alaykum you say assalamu alaykum ahl diyar the people of the graveyard. antum as-sabiquna you went before us your sabiquna yeah yani you, you went to this before us and we are following you Look at this beautiful... I mean, I invite myself, even Arabic people, and I'm from Syria, Arabic speaker, not Arabic national, I'm Muslim. Uh, and even with translation, to go deeply with the meaning. Because Allah, inna And the way, by the way, Arabic, the meaning of Arabic in Arabic, which means clear, the meaning is clear, the meaning. Arabic is not national language, it's way of explaining. So, in uh, there is a fact, a huge fact here. You died before us, and we're joining you, so you remember your own. Lives. When you see somebody passed away, you should remember your own. Yeah? And to say, we ask Allah forgiveness for you and for us. And this is the same meaning to wa inna which means, you've come, we're following you. We're joining you soon. Tomorrow in 10 years, in 20 years. By the way, the Muslim doesn't say how many years. His question, not how many years. His question, how many good action? How many good action are doing? And this is the meaning. The other thing about Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi he said, I stopped you to visit. Uh, I asked you in the past to, stop, to not visit Graveyard, now, no, go and visit. So it's recommended to visit. For the same meaning, it does remind, remind, remind you about your own days. Yusuf, Jalal, Muhammad, Mustafa, Hussain, everybody. When you go to graveyard, right, you think, I'll be there, I'll be here. Because when you see your son, your father, your friend, well, yesterday we were together, last year we were together, he's there. I mean, I'll be there. It's just like, the, like a fact. So Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi recommended to visit us. And as I said, there is a saying, I'm not sure it's hadith. It's more than enough. It's enough. This, as a to learn from, as a teacher, as a, taking uh, knowledge from it. It teaches you. I'm Muhammad Sallallahu this hadith, as I said, remember? Keep remembering that. Because as I said earlier, if you remember it, while you're doing videos, you will increase it. If you remember it while doing not obedience will stop it or reduce or it. This ayah, back to Surah Al-Mulk, we said earlier, maybe five, seven ayah later, they say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about Ahl al-Na'ar, the people of Jahannam, the people of Hellfire, they say, They will say, they said, I mean, this is another evidence, by the way that Allah doesn't submit to the Zaman because he's created Zaman. He said, وقالوا, he's talking about the Akhira, but in the past tense. What do we say about tomorrow? We say, I will do that. I will. Oh, subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, they said, the people of Jannah. If we were thinking, if we were using our mind, نسمع, sorry, if we are hearing, we have hearing. And if we're thinking, we will not be here. We will not be in Jahannam. So if you're thinking, your thinking should say, my son is here, so tomorrow I'll be myself. My friend is here, my father is here. Yesterday he was here, last year was here. So it, it reminds you about yourself. And that's when it gives you and it gives you the real thing. If you're after money, you'll say, oh, that's too much. I need to give sadaqah If you're after position, career, you think, listen, I, Allah subhanahu says, and Allah, you should do your, your, your job in the best way. Not really being obsessed by career, being manager, what have you. Like the priority of priority.
3: Dr. Yusuf Had Yusuf, Jazakallah Khair. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reunite you with your father and, and all your relatives in Jannah al Firdos, inshallah.
2: And your son and you and all of us with Muhammad Sallam and Abu Bakr and Umar. And what the better, I mean, if you allow me uh, this, I don't know, what, is, is, is a time. Allah ﷻ says in Surah Al-Hajr, Surah Al-Hajr, عفوا. إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَعِيُونَ ادخلوها بسلام آمنين ونزعنا ما في قلوبهم ما ما في صدورهم مِنْ غِلٍ أُخْوَانًا عَلَى سُرُورٍ Allah telling us, the people of Jannah, المتقين, متقين, تقوى. إن المتقين في جنّات وعيون. جنّات, we know جنّات, paradise. أَنْعَيُونِ, spring. اُدْخُلُوهَا بِسَلَامٍ Inter- in peacefully آمِنِينَ secure safe and peaceful مَا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍ We remove from them any grudges, any bad feeling. أُخْوَانًا وَلَزَعْنَ مَا فِي صُّدُورُهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍ أُخْوَانًا, brothers, على سرورين on sofas, on chairs, on nice sofas. متقابلين. You know متقابلين which means the opposite each other when you have nice sitting. متقابلين. Uh, this is what we want, and this is the real life. And we ask Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala to be with Muhammad Sallallahu with uh, Umar and Abu Bakr and the Sahaba and the Shuhada. And there is a dua, by the way, I didn't mention, alhamdulillah, I remember it before we finish. Uh, from the Sunnah, when you give condolence to somebody, you say, "Allah, I ask Allah to, let me say it in Arabic in, in English, you say, like I'm telling you now about Muhammad or about my father or you want to say it to anybody. We say, we ask Allah to give Muhammad uh, a dar, a house better than his house, his house in Luton, which means we ask Allah to give him paradise, much better than Luton, and uh, give him people better than his people, which means... Who's better than Jalal? Surely Muhammad and Yusuf. Muhammad wa sallam and Abu Bakr. Because there's evidence from Allah. And we ask Allah for Jalal this. We ask Allah for myself that give us a house better than our house. No matter how high house is big, but paradise is better. And we ask Allah to give us people better than our own people. Muhammad, wa sallam, Shuhada, Anbiya, Isa, Musa, Abu Bakr. Shuhada. So we ask Allah, all of us, to give us a house better than our house and people than better than our own people. And we ask that our families, our children, our father with Muhammad Sallallahu sallam, and with the Anbiya and the Shuhada and the, the Alhamdulillah. Rabbil alayhi. Jazakallah khair, Akhi Jalal, and uh, Barakallah